Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating and cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. Today, we are going to delve into a topic that impacts all of us, especially if you're here on this podcast, and that is cravings. And more specifically, we're getting into the three different types of cravings that we can experience. You see, we have different types of cravings that affect us in different ways, and therefore we need to address them in their each own way. So let's get to it. Contrary to popular belief, cravings extend beyond just the desire for certain foods they affect our mental, physical, and emotional well-being, influencing various aspects of our lives. So let's explore the three craving types and discuss effective strategies to reduce them. Oftentimes, we associate cravings with food, but they go far beyond that. Cravings can infiltrate every aspect of our lives, affecting decision-making, relationships, energy levels, and our overall quality of life. When we give into cravings regularly, it can create a vicious cycle. Unhealthy eating habits, impulsive decisions, and emotional turbulence can lead to negative consequences in our professional, personal, and mental lives. So what are our three craving types? The first type of cravings I'm going to talk about today is our mental cravings. Mental cravings are created by the way we think about food and our body. When we have a distorted way of thinking about food and our body, this can create cravings. This creates an intense desire for food. For example, take the mindset of good foods and bad foods. This is the way we think about foods, our food beliefs. Many of us have and still do believe that there are good foods and bad foods, and that if we eat the bad foods, then we have done something bad. We have been bad. We are bad. And we feel guilty for eating this food, which brings in negative self-talk and other self-sabotaging behaviors. You might see ice cream as being a bad food. You believe that you need to stay away from it and that it will make you fat if you eat it. So you stay away from it, you villainize it, and and this creates cravings or a strong desire to eat it because we want what we can't have. Right, my friends? This is a tried and true... um, knowing that we want what we can't have. The grass is always greener on the other side. Like we just want the things we can't have. So the more you villainize it and restrict it, the stronger your cravings grow. And eventually you give in and eat all the ice cream. Now, after the dust has settled, you feel guilt and shame for eating the bad food. You feel like you have failed and done something wrong and increase the negative self-talk, and then maybe a fast or back to restricting food because you overate the food, you did something bad. So we need to punish ourselves because we did something bad. 
This is not a great cycle to get into. Basically, our mental cravings stem from our thoughts, the thoughts we have about food and our body, and our belief that food is bad and that we need to restrict it in order to lose weight. Now, in order to address our mental cravings, we need to understand the root cause of our cravings, those mental cravings, which is our thoughts, mental cravings, thoughts. Um, And then we need to develop healthier thought patterns and beliefs around food in our body. Okay, my friends, next we have physical cravings. Physical cravings involve your body's signals for food, rest, or activity. When you ignore your physical cravings, this can lead to fatigue, illness, burnout. It can also lead to overeating. Our physical cravings come when we don't eat enough food to sustain our daily activities, when we don't get enough sleep, or we aren't moving our body in a way that serves us. I see this with a lot of clients who start working with me. They want to lose weight and therefore think they need to reduce or restrict their food intake. And when they don't see the results they were hoping for, they restrict even more food. They get more strict um, and um, eliminate more food. And this usually backfires on them. 99.9% of the time, it backfires on them. Because food is energy for our body. Sleep is energy for our body. And movement gives our body energy. So when we don't eat enough food, get enough sleep, or are too sedentary, guess what happens? We crave energy, right? That's all we want. We just want energy. However, the quickest form of energy is through processed carbohydrates and added sugar. So naturally, our body will crave foods that include processed carbs and added sugar. Our body can easily access this energy from these foods with little to no energy or the digestive process, right? It's it's absorbed early on in that digestive process. It's not like a food that's really high in fiber that, you know, we have to break down and it takes a lot of energy from our body. Sugar, processed carbs, little to no energy to digest that food and get that energy into our body. Okay. So I know that for me, when I don't get enough sleep, I crave foods that are processed and have added sugar, things like bread, crackers, chips, or cookies. It is so important to listen to our bodies and give it what it needs. Are we eating enough? Are we getting enough sleep? Are we finding movement throughout the day? When we meet our energy needs through sleep, nutrition, and movement, we can greatly reduce, if not fully eliminate, our physical cravings. Okay? So lastly, let's look at the third craving type, which is emotional cravings. Emotional cravings are tied to our feelings or emotions. And I use these two terms interchangeably. Emotions are things like feeling sad, frustrated, agitated, bored, happy, excited, peaceful, or grateful. Now, some of these feel good in our body, 
we like to feel grateful. I know it feels good in my body. I like to feel excited and happy and peaceful. Those are all wonderful, great feelings. However, there are some emotions that don't feel good in our body. They are uncomfortable to experience, and therefore we want to avoid these emotions. These emotions like feeling sad, frustrated, agitated, bored, stressed, overwhelmed. And therefore, we seek comfort in various forms, such as food, alcohol, social media, shopping, or other distractions. Basically, we want to distract ourselves from feeling that negative emotion. So for example, if I'm having a hard day at work and there's a lot of demand from work, and on top of that, I have to take care of the kids, I have to get them to their activities, I gotta make dinner, gotta make sure their laundry gets done so we have clean clothes to wear, and my youngest is teething and crying, I am going to feel overwhelmed or frustrated. These feelings aren't comfortable And therefore, I want to avoid them, so I reach for some ice cream that's in the freezer. The ice cream tastes good, and it gives me a feel-good feeling when I eat it. It makes me forget about all the things that are going on in my life, and I can relax and unwind and escape my real life for a moment. The only problem is that the ice cream is a fleeting feel-good feeling. It only lasts for as long as I am eating the ice cream. And it doesn't solve my problem or make my overwhelm go away. I still have the overwhelm from my job, kids' activities, taking care of the house and baby. Essentially, it's a temporary fix for a long-term, much deeper problem. When you take time to address your emotional needs without food, you can help break the cycle of emotional cravings. So we have our three craving types, which are mental, physical, and emotion. Now, how do we reduce these cravings? That's why you're here, right? You want to know what you can do to help you reduce or even eliminate your cravings, whether they're mental, physical, or emotional. So I have three strategies to help you reduce your cravings. Number one, listen to your cravings. I know this seems so counterintuitive, but take a moment to stop and reflect on your cravings. What are they stemming from? Is it because you aren't eating enough, not getting enough sleep, or maybe it is to avoid an unwanted emotion? By listening to your cravings, what they're telling you, what type they are, you can figure out the underlying causes of them and address them more effectively. For example, if you're stressed and find yourself eating to cover up your stress, then making sure you're eating enough is probably not going to help you solve this craving. You need to address the stress and find ways to manage and cope with your stress that don't include food. Number two, mindfulness practices. I talk a lot about mindful eating and this is a great tool to help you reduce your cravings, especially your emotional cravings. This will also help with your mental cravings as well. Um, And I have a podcast dedicated to the practice of mindful eating. 
So if you'd like to start incorporating or practicing mindful eating, I suggest you start there. It's episode 29. Mindful eating helps you slow down and really notice your food and be present with the food you're eating. When you practice mindful eating, you will notice more satisfaction with the food you eat and a reduction of cravings. Okay, or maybe you eat less of the food you're craving. When we really are present and mindful with the foods we're eating, we don't need as much to give us that satisfaction. But I also want to touch on other mindful practices. When we incorporate mindful practices into our lives, this can help us manage stress and help shift our mindset around food, both ways to reduce our cravings. You can practice meditation, breath awareness, or even walking can be a mindfulness practice. These help you slow down your mind so that you are more present with your life and with eating, bringing more satisfaction to your meals and also help you manage these unwanted or uncomfortable emotions so you don't turn to food to cover them up. Okay, number three, eating enough. You probably knew this was coming. (laughs) Um, Eating enough is one thing that I work on with clients because they often come to me with this, this idea that they need to eat less food. Right? Oh, I just need to eat less, exercise more. That's all I need to do. I just can't stay away from the food. I have cravings. Okay, This is one of the biggest myths that the diet industry wants you to believe. You don't need to eat less to lose weight. You need to eat nutrient-rich foods that fuel your body for the output of your body. When you consume balanced meals, it helps reduce your physical cravings and provides your body with the fuel it needs throughout the day. Also, incorporating regular meals throughout the day um, will help reduce your physical cravings. Consistency is so important and can prevent extreme hunger, right? We don't eat all day and then we get home and we realize we're freaking hungry and then we eat all the food. So it can, it can trigger food cravings and overeating when we're not consistent with our meals. So I want you to prioritize regular, balanced meals throughout the day. Okay? So just to recap, the three strategies is one, listen to your cravings. What kind of craving is it? What is it telling you? What does your body need? Number two, mindfulness practices. Incorporate mindful practices like uh, mindful eating, maybe meditation, mindful walking, breath awareness to help you reduce your cravings. And then number three is eating enough. Eat regular balanced meals throughout the day to help reduce your physical cravings. Understanding and addressing these three craving types, the mental, physical, and emotional, is essential for achieving a balanced and fulfilling life. By incorporating strategies, like I I mentioned, such as listening to your cravings, practicing mindfulness, and making sure that you eat enough nourishing foods throughout the day, you can take significant steps towards reducing cravings and fostering overall well-being. 
Now, remember, it's not just about what you eat. It's about nourishing your body, mind, and soul. Now, if you would like to dive deeper into this topic, I have a workshop coming up on January 9th, the three craving types and how to reduce them. In this workshop, I'll dive deeper into our physical, mental, and emotional cravings, how they affect not only our eating, but every aspect of our lives, and how you can reduce them now to make 2024 the year you tackle your cravings and feel in control around food. To register, follow the link in the show notes or head on over to Instagram and follow the link in my bio. I hope to see you there, my friends. And this is all I have for you today. I greatly appreciate you joining me. Join me for my next episode where I talk about making 2024 your best year yet. Because why not? Okay, until then, have a wonderful week. Bye, y'all.